With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello. Welcome to Live from My Office. My name is Ross Cochran. I am filling in for Steve Cochran this week and next week because he is recovering from a knee surgery. You got one of those new knees all the kids are talking about. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. Today, we're going to bring you a conversation that you first heard in November. Uh, that's with the hilarious Jake Johansson. Listen, here's the deal. Yes, the conversation aired in November, and you're going to hear them talk a little bit about the election like it's a thing that just happened. However, Jake Johansson, real funny. And my dad, he's pretty funny too. So if you need a laugh, this one's for you. But before we get to the episode, let me just remind you that if you are a new listener, now would be the perfect time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, you're going to hit that subscribe button. If you're on Spotify, you're going to hit that follow button. If you're on Stitcher, make sure you favorite the podcast. And if you don't know what any of the words are that I just said, Google wherever you're listening to this and the word subscribe, and it's going to come up. Or even better, email thecochranshow at gmail.com. I recently helped someone figure out how to listen to this podcast on their smart speaker, and I will do that for you too. You guys supporting this new adventure that my dad and I are on has been such a privilege. So it is the least that I can do to make sure you can hear it in whatever way is easiest for you. And now that we've got that business out of the way, enjoy Jake Johansson right after the break. Thanks for listening. If you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your existing home, then you need to do what I did. Call Team Hochberg, your trusted local lender. For more than 20 years, David built his business helping first responders and medical professionals secure mortgages, and he wanted to do more than just say thank you. Every week, Team Hochberg recognizes first responders and medical professionals for keeping us safe and healthy. And this week, Team Hochberg is recognizing Fran Teddy Teal, Director of Birthing, as well as the 150 nurses and support staff at Advocate Sherman Hospital in Elgin. To thank them and to support family-owned restaurants, we are doing our part because they do theirs every day. Team Hochberg catered food from Cafe Roma in Elgin, owned by Frank Radishi. And first responders and medical professionals deserve our appreciation, while family-owned restaurants need our support now more than ever. If you can afford to, purchase lunch from a family-owned restaurant for your local police and fire departments and medical professionals. Team Hochberg helped me and thousands of first responders, medical pros, and my podcast listeners. But look, they can't help you if you don't call 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. Homeside Financial and Equalizing Lender, NMLS number 1124061. This is live from my office, and here's a guy who not only is a great friend, he's the funniest guy you'd ever want to see on stage. Of course, there's no one on stage anymore. But that doesn't mean he's any less funny, entertaining, and delightful. By the way, he's got his own podcast as well. He never misses a minute of this show. He's finally agreed to be on it. It's Jake Johansson. Jake, hi. Steve, uh, long-time listener. I've, I guess I've been a guest on your show before, so I can't say first-time caller. But uh, I guess first-time... 
Well, no, I have called. I mm-hmm. have called in before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not during a pandemic. First time during the pandemic. That's a that's a that's a unique twist on that. Uh, Long time listener, first time pandemic caller. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's a little wordy, but it could catch on. Who am I to judge? We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. so we, feeling- <laughs> we were just talking off the air. I feel badly for people because you and I are about the same age. And when I was coming up in the eighties on the radio and a little bit of stand up, and you were coming up in the eighties as as stand up, um, uh, you know, there was a certain path to get to where you'd make a nice living. Maybe I do a TV show whatever the case may be, but you have a nice career in show business. People who are funny now and trying to get into the business, is there any worse time than a pandemic to try to get a stand-up career going? I feel terrible for these kids. Well, I, I they know what they're doing. If, if, I'm, they're going to lead us out of here. They're going to invent, they're going to invent some new thing for us to do. I mean, God bless them. The pioneers, the young kids, they've, they've come up with all these horrible different ways to do live entertainment now you can go you can go to a drive-in where you do your jokes and people honk their horns at you that doesn't sound super fun but um is that better than going into somebody's backyard where you're being heckled by the person who hired you because they're at home and they can get as drunk as they want i'm not sure but uh, i i feel like yeah maybe it's a tricky time to start out but really I think the whole world is turning into every, all of what used to be our jobs are now just turning into hobbies. Well, you know what? I think you, we're, you could be right. You could very well be right. I, yeah. So stand up comedy, that's a hobby now. Radio podcast, that's just a hobby that you have. Um, and then I don't know if jobs are going away or if we're all just going to become invest entrepreneurs, maybe. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we all get paid. I do like the idea of universal basic income. Um, (laughs) Like unemployment, except they just give it to you. You don't have to answer a lot of questions every week. That's the problem with this unemployment. They want to ask you, did you look for work? It's like, well, yes, of course I looked for work. I mean, well, it depends on what you mean by look. I can't. (laughs) I work in nightclubs. Uh, Yes, I went and I knocked on the door of the nightclub. There's nobody in there. Right, but There's that but that qualifies for looking for work. And by the way, speaking of knocking, um, because I you know I mentioned I, I feel badly for these young comics. What if you and I were to do a thing where we did door to door open mic nights? So we took a bunch of young comics who are trying to break into the business. We take five, maybe ten of them, no more than that, and we just go door to door, knock on the door, and socially distance uh, them in the driveway, and they each do three minutes. Uh, it seems like the right thing to do. I like this. And you know what the business model is for this? Uh, you know, those guys, those kids that come around selling candy yeah. to raise money for their school to take a trip. And then I found out that that's actually a scam. And there's some guy who's like the pimp of those kids who drives them around and gives them the candy bars and they go out and hustle to sell the candy in the neighborhood. Except instead of kids, um, we've got a band full of comedians and we just send them out in the neighborhood and they knock on doors. They say they're trying to raise money to open a nightclub. And uh, they'll do five minutes there at your doorstep for whatever the fee is. So uh, this is how Jake and I are going to spend more time together. Um, Have you, uh, well, let's talk about your podcast here before we do anything else, because um, I don't know if you heard, but this podcast thing is really catching on. And I'm just glad you and I are one of the few that are out there, yours and mine. But your podcast is with your wife. How is that working out? Well, it's, I, I, I had in the past, pre-pandemic, I had other guests on, but then once the pandemic started, 
I had, I, to be honest, I let the podcast become very intermittent. And then once the pandemic started, I realized, look, I want to go on and talk to people. People need somebody to, they need something to look forward to. So I started doing this daily Facebook show weekdays on Facebook at 3 p.m. California time. Mm -hmm. And it's a uh, Facebook live. So if you go to my Facebook page, you can watch it live at three o'clock and it's me and often my wife. And we just talk and say, hello, we got, we got a few different segments, Mon motivational Monday. Then on Tuesday, I read a story from the children's Bible and a letter from my grandmother who passed away decades ago, but I saved these letters from the eighties. So it's kind of that happens. And then, um, and then I interact with the people who, whoever's watching the show, you know, we interact a little bit and it's been, uh, fun. And the people who are into it are enjoying it. It's something to look forward to, to do every weekdays at three. Yeah, and, and I've and, been enjoying it. And I, when I, and I've seen many and I think it's terrific. And your wife is an artist. So this is a performance aspect for her as well. Yes. No. Yeah. It's she, well, she's more of an environmentalist and she's been working on her own projects, uh, making videos to raise people's awareness about some of the environmental situations that are going on. So it's not, it's not her priority to be silly on the internet with me, but, uh, she's good at it. <laughs> she is good at it. So, and, and the old saying really comes all the way around. The thing we heard our parents say, those who podcast together, stay together. You remember when your mom and dad told you that? Yeah, I, I'm not sure they were. Yeah, yeah. I. It's been good for our relationship. All the, this pan, the pandemic has been good for our relationship because we are spending so much time together, and we've been enjoying that. And uh, I do think that the idea of having to do a daily show sometimes is a little bit of a obligation, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's an obligation that she said to me sometimes. Okay, you're doing it by yourself today. I'm. Not, I've, I've got other things I got to do. So. Um, so we're together, but we're also autonomous. I don't know. These are funny times trying to keep your, all your relationships straight. And then your friendships. You can't even see your friends anymore. No. And it's funny because um, um, uh, normally you and I, I don't know if people know this, we spend our summers together. And uh, we weren't able to do that this year. No, it was sad. It was sad because we had planned to rent uh, matching RVs and and travel around to Missouri together, and, and now that's, that's just out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it the show-me state, so there's a lot of things to see there. <laughs> uh, it, it, the the podcast is at Jake This, yeah? Is that the Facebook handle? Yes, that's right. <clears throat> and that's the website as well. Uh, eventually, Jake will be back on stage doing stand-up, and as I always say, there, and I mean this when I say this, there's nobody funnier, so if you get a chance to see Jake, you should. And if you get a chance What's to nice? see Jake and you don't, you should feel badly about yourself. Oh, I don't want people to feel badly about themselves. We're all doing our best here. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear from you just now that uh, I am going to be going back on the road doing stand-up again because I sometimes I wonder, like, what's going to uh, Some comedy clubs have <clears throat> shut, closed their doors, gone out of business. Yeah. I'm thinking of this club in Austin, Texas. You know, they just couldn't keep paying their mortgage or whatever. I mean, I don't know the specifics of what went on. And who knows, maybe they're going to reopen in another location after the pandemic and i know everybody at times are tough for everybody people who's who's buying tickets to go out to see a comedy show although i'm surprised there's a lot of people who are able to work from home um have you done any of those zoom shows i did one sort of a zoom show that was uh, a couple's 
it was about couples. And so I just went on, but it was talk to the host about relationships. And then people came on, uh, on the zoom and we talked to, they add, ask relationship questions and then comedians who are, I think we, you remember when I would come on your show, uh, not a real doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm not a real couples counselor either. Uh, I've got a lot of, there's a lot of things that I'm qualified. I'm not qualified to do that. I can give advice about. I don't know if you know that about. Oh, me. I do. Yeah. And, no. so that, and I think it's one of your charms and I think you ought to put it on your resume. <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy to give advice about everything. Mm-hmm. So, so I did that, but that wasn't an actual stand-up show. You know, stand-up comedy works because it's a, you're the comedian is talking to the audience who's in the room. Yep. And so these zoom shows, I feel in my opinion, it's, they take, they're taking something that's really cool, which is one person's ability to hold a room full of people's attention and make them laugh. And they're turning into something that seems kind of pathetic where you're online and you can't tell, you can't tell if people are paying attention or if they're laughing. It's like this, this, level of remove that the <laughs> performer has from the audience. That's like those drive-in shows that I was talking to you about where people are on stage telling jokes and the, you can't hear the audience laughing. They just blink their lights or honk their horn. Well, that how, how do you know if that's approval or disapproval? Yeah, it's, yeah, because there's no way to quantify the horn reaction. The horn reaction is not something that has a, a, a history steeped in comedy. I mean, who knows? Good horn, bad horn. We don't know. <laughs> Well, in fact, it's a good way, you know, prior, <coughs> excuse me, prior to the pandemic, if you're in a comedy club and you hear an air horn, that's, that's a person who's about to get thrown out. <laughs> Damn bachelor parties. Uh, now, uh, do you need a beverage? Are you okay? Do you need the Heimlich? I mean, what's going on there? Are you all right? I, I was just, ha- I was just having a little coffee and I, it went down the wrong pipe. Oh, got it, got it, got it. As long as yeah. you're, as long as you're all right. I mean, I'm prepared. I have multiple phone lines here. I can call nine one one at a moment's notice. So you just give me some sort of sign. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, uh, well, the podcast is uh, fulfilling the stand-up thing that we're talking about, where comics are trying to, you know, they got to get paid. They're trying to figure out how to do these shows. Uh, it's not a big stretch of difference between that and what's going on on late night now, where Stephen Colbert is sitting at a desk. Uh, doing jokes for his wife. Um, uh, Fallon's back in studio, so there's the band and a couple people there, so you'll hear the band laugh. But the rhythms are so mm-hmm. long. Because, you know what I mean? I mean, you know this better than anybody. So these shows are basically, so why did the chicken cross the road? Pause. Well, yeah. the other side, and then people laugh or they don't. It just it feels so uncomfortable. Yeah, so I think people should try out my show because I actually talk to the people who are typing comments in the space and I don't pause for joke. I think the mistake that they're making is they're trying to do the old thing in this way that it doesn't work because you don't have the live audience. you got to kind of reinvent the thing a little bit to make it so it's not pathetic. (laughs) Right. You know, it's the second time you've used the word pathetic. Um, and it's, it's, it's quite, well, these you know, are pathetic times, Steve. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times you wake up per week and feel, so I feel like I have one day every two weeks, roughly. So twice a month, maybe three times a month, I'll just wake up in the morning and feel like, Oh God, this again. Yeah. And, uh, and generally every day I wake up somewhere between six thirty and eight 
and uh, I feel okay. And then about four o'clock, I'm ready to give up. I want <laughs> right. to all start, hope start, is make gone. Make some dinner, make some dinner, watch some Netflix, and just try and get some sleep to be ready for the next day where I wake up and then want to give up at four o'clock again. The repetition of it is, uh, it, it's very heavy. Um, and when I wake up in the morning and, uh, the radio kicks on and it's Sonny and Sharon, Bill Murray sleeping with me, it just, it, it runs its course. Yeah. There's a little groundhog day going on, right? So mm. now, now have you written at all during the pandemic? Cause people ask me, uh, you know, do you write during this? Um, because these aren't terribly funny times. Uh, have you found well, that, uh, right, some stuff that's, that's come to you? I'm writing checks, but I'm not cashing checks. You know what I mean? I do. Huh? Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I, I don't think anyone wants to talk about the pandemic or that's all people want to talk about. So I don't think that that's going to be what people want to talk, listen to you tell them about at a comedy show unless it's about some specific aspect of it. So I'm, I'm trying to, I, I just decided a week or so ago that what I need to do is really get, get uh, proactive and directed toward putting together what's the set that I'm going to use when I go out and headline the next show. Just like write some new material, get some new takes on things, decide what I want to talk about. Um, you know, Tiger King jokes, those are over. I can't do that anymore. Miss that opportunity. My, yeah, my octopus teacher. <laughs> you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I've got a premise, but I don't have the punchline for it. But it's so then she takes this cotton swab and slams it into my nose all the way up to my brain. I, you know, I mean, obviously it's funny. I don't know what what happens after that though. So if you uh, you think of a line, I can end with that. Let me know. Yeah, well, uh, so we're married now. That's a good punchline to that one. Um, <laughs> Do, uh, have you been tested for, for COVID? Uh, yeah. Um, I get tested every 15 minutes. Um, cause you can't be too careful. Perfect. No, I have been mm -hmm, tested. I've, I've been tested, uh, twice and, uh, fortunately both times are negative. What about yeah, you? I've had I've, three times and, uh, two times were the back of the brain swab. And then the last one I went into for was, uh, what was they told me it's not as invasive as that but it was worse because they went into this kind of mid nasal zone and spun around for about three times longer oh, no. and i was like boy i want the i want the other one again um but uh so i've been tested three times i haven't attended any super spreader events have you attended any super spreader events no i tried to get to a couple of those trump rallies but uh my car broke down um and then at one point when i thought about going i slashed my own tires uh so no <laughs> so no I, I i've not it didn't seem wise to be honest no i tried to get to a couple of those trump rallies but uh my car broke down um and then at one point when i thought about going i slashed my own tires uh so no <laughs> so no I, I i've not it didn't seem wise to be honest well, that's the tricky thing with this pandemic. You know, a lot of times you, you've got to, things that you used to depend on other people for, uh, you've got to do yourself, like slashing your tires and, uh, right. you know, sometimes I steal my own mail. Right, right, right. So you, you like porch pirate your own Amazon packages? I do sometimes. Sometimes I'll, uh, I'll just enjoy I'll enjoy them in one of the rooms of the house and I won't tell the rest of the family that we've got them. 
Um, we've had a couple of uh, false toilet paper scares here at the house. We're out of toilet paper. I'm just kidding. Right, here's some toilet paper. Uh, you know, uh, the ding dong ditch thing that they did, I think in the fifties, uh, I've updated that too, with the ring doorbell where I just go house to house, ring their doorbell, stare into their camera until it gets really awkward. And then I leave. I'm not saying you should do it. It's just a suggestion. Mm. I think it's a, you make a little sign that says, I'm not going to kill you. And you ring the bell and just hold that up. So all I can see is that sign. I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> what? Now, seriously, you stay in good shape. What are you doing to stay in shape? Are you, you, you exercising? What are you doing? Um, well, usually first thing when I wake up and then again, right before I fall asleep, I tense all the muscles in my body. <laughs> right. Okay. That's uh, sort of a Pilates uh, move, I suppose, on some level. Uh-huh. And I try and ask myself, when is it all going to be over? <laughs> and then uh, that's a great workout. <laughs> well, there, there's no question. Now, in all seriousness, you, I know, have done some martial arts stuff, but which discipline oh, is yeah. it? I, I, I started studying jujitsu It'll be three years in December, although there's got to be an asterisk there because three years minus however many months, months this COVID has been going on. Yeah. Now, that is not, um, for people that don't know, that is not martial arts for Jewish people, correct? Jiu-jitsu, no. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, not. I don't even know if I'm supposed to laugh at that, Steve. Well, um, it's just but, you and I. Uh, but uh, but it's a great workout, I think, right? Isn't it a great yeah, workout? Yeah. yeah. Just you and I. You don't have to explain to me how podcasts work, Steve. <laughs> You've got one. Yeah, I've got one. So, uh, yeah, it's a great workout. It's a great workout. So I'm sorry, I can't remember the question. So you would recommend jujitsu as a possible thing that someone should take up and enjoy the discipline of it uh, in the discipline that it is. That's where I'm going. And, I, and by the way, I get nothing from the jujitsu people for saying that. Well, I think that people people feel sometimes with the martial arts that it's going to be some danger. It is it is uh, dangerous and strenuous. But if you go to the right place, the right academy, you know they're helping you to get better. And of course, the hard part is when you first go, you don't know anything, and someone else knows everything, and there you're going to spend a lot of time with another guy on top of you, and you're not going to be able to get out from underneath him. Uh, so that's part of the learning curve but then as it gets better i mean it's just a, it's a great workout and you are 100 percent mentally and 100 percent physically engaged while you're doing it with this other person and so it's a flow experience in that sense no matter what else is going on in your life you're taking a break from it for the hour while you're doing it while you're in the class well and and to be honest when you just describe the guy uh, on top of you positioning thing it just makes me miss our summers more yeah, yeah, I get it. So, uh, I'm with you on that. so uh, tell everybody, give, give me one name, give me more than one name, a comedian friend of yours that we would know that, you know, is going through the same thing you're going through and trying to figure out what to do with their lives now. Uh, who do you stay in touch with during the pandemic? Mm. Uh, well, I'm going to see one of my old school buddies from way back in the original days of. Before it was called Comedy Central, there was Ha Ha and yeah. the Comedy Network or whatever. Yeah. Alan Havy, I see Alan Havy. Sure, I know Alan. From time to time. Um, and then I see 
fairly regularly, I see my friend Cristela Alonso, mm-hmm. who who's young, younger than us comedian. That's very funny. And uh, you know, we're all just we're just we're getting through it, biding our time, plotting our next move, uh, trying to figure out when the comedy clubs are going to open up, trying to figure out if we're you know we're just doing what everybody else is doing. I I. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, every time I go to the grocery store, I, I always ask them, you know, is it great to to have a job and be able to go to work? It must must be great. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great seeing a hundred strangers uh, or more every day who may have the ability to kill me. It's great. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't for a moment uh, judge the people at the grocery store who are not in the best of moods during the pandemic. Uh, prior to the pandemic, I'd really work them over. Um, you know, I'd kill yeah. them with kindness and go, yeah, you know, you seem like you're having a bad day. Is there something you want to talk about? That type of thing. You mean the people working at the grocery yes. store? I find the people working invariably, the people who are working at the grocery store or behind the counter at the coffee shop or wherever you go, you know, because we, you, we don't have indoor dining, but you can go to the coffee place, get a coffee, and then sit on the sidewalk and drink it right. uh, like a hobo, like a hobo. <laughs> um, but uh, they're always nicer than the rando who's in line behind you. Right. right. And maybe it's what you said. Maybe it's because they're happy to be doing anything. I, I don't know what it is, but I just can't believe sometimes the level of I'm and then you get scared. The people who've got the mask down below their nose and they're walking around always want to go, "Hey, your junk is hanging out of your mask," uh, but you don't dare do that because no. you're worried they're gonna you're worried they're gonna swing on you. I uh, <clears throat> the social distance thing, uh, distancing thing. Um, you know, everybody's out for walks now, and it took me a little while to get used to the fact that when I was out for a walk and other people are out for a walk that they would leap to the sidewalk um, or off the sidewalk to avoid me or leap into traffic. Yeah, you know, they'd see me coming. And for a while I thought, well, it must be me. And it turns out they do that for everybody. I'm going to walk into oncoming traffic other than face you and your mask. Well, sometimes they don't, though. I was out for a little bit of a walk today. I went down to jump in the ocean. Uh, and, uh, cause I live pretty close by and that's a good way to kind of clear your think, head. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk by this guy, he's walking his dog, doesn't have a mask on and I'm, I have to walk past him and he doesn't back up. I, I, I and I just wanted to put my arm out and go, Hey, back up, man. But I right. can't, I, I don't want to get into a fight with anybody, but, uh, like my friend Alan Havy is always saying, I don't do adult education. <laughs> I'm not. Right, 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 right. And he's not wrong. So, so yeah, there's no, there's no percentage in it. Um, how's your daughter doing with school? Is she a virtual deal or does she actually go to school? Hello? Yeah. No, I said your daughter in school. Is it virtual or does she actually have to go into school? No, she's virtual. We don't have any in-person yeah, school it, right now. How's she adjusted to that? Well, I think she's doing great. I don't really, um, she hasn't kind of broken down and said, you know, she's a little tired of not being able to hang out with her friends, but of course, all your friends are in your magic, magic box of answers. You know, you just, you can, she's FaceTiming and snap fingering with people all day. You know, they just get on the, (laughs) there's all different ways that you can communicate with people now. 
where it's almost like you're hanging out. So she's doing great. And she's been good at school. I mean, it, this, it's a little bit weird in a sense because it's almost like being at college. She's at home with us, but all of her school is online. So she has control over a ridiculous amount of her time. Mm-hmm. And it's up to her to decide when to work on things and when not to. And she's been doing, she's doing great. I, uh, and that's great to hear. I, I um, was thinking about the, what if like in the seventies and eighties, this had happened because as you know, when we were kids, if you wanted to direct message a friend of yours, you had to get on a bike and ride to his house. Um, and you know, you just might, you might've lost all contact with your friends if it had happened back then. Well, yeah, you might have, but also if it had happened back then, I think we would have all been much more on the same page. The only way we would have been getting information would have been on the major TV networks or radio. And, uh, we would have been, we, it would have been easier for us to all be on the same page about what the best course of action to do would be. And we might've all been a little bit better behaved or should I say more consistent with our quarantine and lockdown from the beginning. And so maybe we would be have less cases right now. I don't know. Uh, We didn't have Amazon back then. That's the thing. We weren't, we wouldn't be taking grocery deliveries. So we'd be, I don't know. I don't know. No, but I agree with you in the big picture. And I would actually go maybe a step further. And I would say there's never been greater access to, to stupidity where people can say anything that previously, if you said it, you would have regretted it or that inner voice would have stopped you from saying it out loud. Um, Cause people and are super I, and frustrated now. They go, Oh my God, there's so many more assholes now. Come, eh, not so much. Not really. They just all have microphones. Yeah. Yeah. Or YouTube channels. Yep. I mean, who are you? If you would have told me 20 years ago that there would be a lot of people who seriously believe that the earth is flat, <laughs> I would have said, come on, right. that's, you, right. you, that's wrong. That's not right. true. Right. But, but there are, that's what's going on. And those are people that went to school in person. Just saying. Well, if they did go to school, that's the other amazing thing about a lot of the conspiracy or these outside uh, flat earthers and QAnoners. It's like, oh, yeah, right. You, let me get this straight. You, we've got scientists, we've got economists, we've got all these people, but you figure this out in your basement <laughs> by watching other people with a GED on YouTube. Right, right. What's wrong with that? That seems logical. So yeah, maybe could happen. All right. So Jake Johansson at Jake this. Now the next time you and I talk and we will, um, we're going to do this on zoom so people can see how handsome you are and how tired I look. Um, and, uh, and, and, and that'll or be vice versa. That's, that's possible as well. Um, but if I don't talk to you before Thanksgiving, do you have plans for Thanksgiving? Are we doing what are families going to do this year? Are they doing a virtual Thanksgiving? I don't even know how this is happening. Mm. Well, um, I think I think we might have one other couple coming over, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I'm going to make Thanksgiving, and we're going <laughs> to. All, all every time you have someone over, and you're going to feed them, or and all these interactions now are like the classic hostage. Uh, 
exchange situation where you it's like, hey, I'm going to put the plate of food down and then back up, and then you come up and get the plate of food. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. It's so bizarre, yeah. and it's so 2020. Well, look, buddy, I love you, and I'm telling you, to be able to spend 30 minutes with you and uh, not talk about politics is, uh, it, yeah, you make my day. You really do. Well, it wasn't easy. <laughs> no, no, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Well, no, I, I, I'm with you too. I, I feel like people need to people need a break from politics, and I'm even a little bit sorry that we talked so much about uh, COVID because I think people are done talking about that. We should have just been spending more time talking about our meal prep for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, I've never killed a turkey. Well, there's still time. Don't sell yourself short. Tell you what, use some of that jujitsu skills on a wild turkey, then you got yourself a meal. Well, I feel like turkey's necks are so small. Not to now, you do want to make a choke the chicken joke here, but I'm going to really resist that. Um, I I don't think I don't think jujitsu is going to work as well on a turkey. Mm. I mean, you're going to be doing some just kind of a lot of the techniques are not going to work on a turkey. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, ch- chalkboard it up, and uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk it out. That's all. You know, I think we can figure this out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, this is for our next. This is for our next call. It's, our next. Our next. The next episode. <laughs> Everywhere you look, it's Jake. This from his website to his Facebook to what do you? What, is the podcast called Jake? This. What's the podcast called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Type, type Jake this into and it's in into there. your device, and I'm, some version of me will show up. And on Facebook Live every afternoon at uh, what time did you say? Three o'clock Pacific. Three o'clock California time. Yep. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you. Uh, and uh, happy whatever. Uh, and um, uh, thanks for being on live from my office. Yeah, well, it was my pleasure, Steve. Take care and uh, let's all be nice to each other. 30 years plus on the airwaves. You have turned your dial to me. Now you're tuned into my podcast. It's live from my office, Steve. From Ithaca, New York, to Carolina South, W. Cochran, Steve. From Minneapolis, and then Chicago twice, top-rated shows achieved. Sit back, relax, and now listen to my show. When or wherever you are, cause you're on the go. Live from my office, Steve. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Support the show by subscribing wherever you're listening and by telling your friends about it. Follow Steve on all social media channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And make sure you check out this episode's show notes for relevant information discussed during the conversations. You can also email the show directly at thecochranshow at gmail.com with any questions or comments. And that's the best place to tell us about your favorite nonprofit so we can make sure we mention them on the next episode. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. 
he would love to emcee your event, and occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.